Well, it's day 16 of 21 days of prayer and fasting. And we know this, that while we are praying, Jesus is praying right along with us at the right hand of God the Father. Because of this, every day we've been studying John 17 to help us better understand how Jesus is praying over us. It's in this passage that Jesus prays over all of his followers, past and present. So by studying this one prayer, we can grasp how Jesus is still praying over us even now. Today we're continuing on by looking at John 17 and just the first half of verse 21. Jesus prays these words, That they may all be one, just as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that they may also be in us. Now, since our earliest days of academic exploration, we have been taught the simplest expression of the mathematical principle of addition. One plus one equals two. You don't need a high degree of intellect or uh, understanding to be able to grasp that concept. Even a preschool child understands basic addition. Every time you add, something gets larger. At some point then, we also begin to learn about multiplication, and that's where things really begin to grow exponentially. The larger the number multiplied, the more massive the outcome will be. With multiplication, there's a greater degree of complication. Uh, For example, if you multiply your business by 10 times over the next year, you may be elated, but you'd also experience a great degree of stress that comes with the complications of that same multiplication. Here's another example. Kids. God blessed us with one child, and then we went from one to two when our daughter was born. And then we went from two to four when our twins were born. Every time my wife got pregnant, we literally doubled the number of our children, which is why we stopped having kids. Addition and multiplication are supposed to create more. More people, more diversity, more complexity, more. Which makes the prayer of Jesus in John 17 so interesting. Because he prays that no matter how many people are added, no matter how many believers are multiplied, we should always seek to equal the equation with just one. That they may be one. Since eternity passed, Jesus and the Father have been one. This is you, Father, and me, and I in you. In fact, just before Jesus began to pray in John 17, he spoke of another additional person that had been a part of that same relationship between him and the Father, the Holy Spirit. That Christians throughout the ages have called this the Trinity, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, three in one. Repeatedly in his prayer, Jesus expresses the oneness that he and his heavenly Father shared. That they were of one mind, one course of action, one divine purpose. They were one. Now what makes this even more significant is that when Jesus prays for us, all believers throughout all history and all places at all time, he prays that we would also be one that they may be one. This seems impossible, mathematically, culturally, sociopolitically, and by just about every other measure. Even if you take any two believers in the world and put them together, even if they're from the same town and grow up in the same family and have the same interests, there's gonna be the potential for conflict. Two do not ever seem to become naturally one. So why would Jesus pray such an audacious prayer? when he knows that adding more people to the kingdom multiplies more conflict and more division. He knows the secret to believers being one. He prays these words that they may also be in us. When we live our lives in God, we have a unique spiritual potential to become truly one. This is because in God, we can have the same mind and the same heart. In God, we can have the same motivation to be committed to the same mission. In God, we can find a way through our differences to become united because the Lord becomes our greatest priority. 
only when we understand the greatest single uniter among us, our relationship with God, will we be able to overcome the separation that exists between us. If Jesus had the equation for his followers, he would look at something like this. All believers plus God should equal one. When we lean away from our preferences and lean into the Lord, we become one. When we become less about man's agenda and more about God's agenda, we become one. When we fight for God's kingdom instead of fighting with each other, we become one. Let's be the people that God intended us to be. Let's be a multitude of people who equal one. Because if you can hear the prayers of heaven today, you would hear Jesus pray, make them one.